Hello, how's it going with you today? How are you doing? I'm super delighted to be with you today. Um, you're welcome to the Polished and Fit Preparatory course. We're in session three and it's called The Welding Process. And right now we are going over to model four, having gone through the other three models for this session. It's super exciting. And um, we've had an amazing time. Thank you so much for the wonderful feedbacks so far. I mean, they've they've been so amazing. And um, I'm so glad to be doing this every single moment. So we're in Model 4 right now. And it is titled, It's My Wedding Day. Right, so that is your wedding day. And I'm glad to be doing this. I mean, believe it or not, it is that special day already. Like... It's amazing how this journey has been. I'm so excited about it. And I trust that you're also excited about it. And um, for some of us taking this course at this time, I know that this may seem figurative for you at the time of taking it, you know. Um, and this might also be a reality at this time. That is, you're actively planning your wedding currently. So um, whatever your case may be, I'm just so proud of you. And I'm saying congratulations. So welcome to that amazing season where um, you've gone through various aspects. And right now, hey, it's the wedding day. We've been planning this wedding like forever, right? And um, <laughs> we're here right now. So let me just set like a little backdrop to this one. Um, I mean, I don't know any lady, trust me, getting married without some butterflies in her stomach it's usually a delightful thing and i know that i mean you have looked forward to this day like almost all your life for so many people they've been delighted and so excited you keep hearing us talking about it sometimes we attend wedding ceremonies and all we're doing there is talk about it that oh when it's my own wedding i will do this that. now it's time to manifest all of those things you have been saying you wanted to do all the while right so um let's just move on um this time I just want you to realize that in this model, we'll be going through what your wedding day kind of feels like in advance, whether it's going to be in two weeks or in three months, in a year from now, or in some years from now to come. It doesn't even matter if you're not in a relationship yet when you're taking this course, but I'm sure that it would help you and set you on course accordingly. Okay. Um, so for this one, we will really be needing your imagination, right? So shall we quickly go into this? Um, there's quite a lot to share concerning your wedding day and i hope that it helps you and it really does inspire you um as you go on planning and as you go on on this journey as usual throughout this course there is every model that we have had we always have a model defining scripture and that's why when you were introduced to the course one of the things um i spoke to you about is the fact that all our principles are godly principles and scripture-based principles okay so and that's why every time we will draw from scriptures that is where we are inspired from concerning this course and i hope that um this helps you a great deal again if you're just taking this model alone and you have never encountered a course and you're from another faith please do not tune off and do not let that be a barrier i believe that there is a purpose for you to be taking this course at this time so make sure you make the most of it and you get the best of the moment so um for our model defining scripture we have psalms 118 and verse 24 psalm 118 and verse 24 in the passion translation and it says this is the very day of the lord that brings gladness and joy filling our hearts with glee 
So, yes, your wedding day is a day that the Lord has made. So, it's a day to be filled with joy and gladness and be excited about it. What is the objective for this model? Basically, at the end of this model, you will be set in a mode of envisioning what your wedding day will be like. So, I'm glad to be doing this, all right? We're going to cover a couple of things, your final checklist, um, waking up thoughts and fellowship. There's a premium bath time for you dressed for the palace final inspections the blessing a load of gallery time you know and several other things so let's just jump right into it because we have a lot to share in this particular model right let's go in so the first thing i'm going to be sharing with you i um, mean this model will be the final checklist now yes you've gone through the process the day is finally here. You've had series of meetings. You have planned so many things. You have spent, invested time, emotions, finance, and several other things. You have invested to see that this day becomes a reality, right? So um, this is just a little hand-holding to help you through what the day is going to be like so that you're not overwhelmed. Remember, this is even something you've not possibly done before. So you're wondering, even if you um, maybe... You've been uh, a chief bridesmaid or you've witnessed several weddings. It's not like when it's you that is the celebrant or the bride for the day. So it's a slightly different um, ball game. Yep. So that's why we're going through this. Now, let's look quickly through all that needs to be put in place, you know, concerning your big day. Haven't planned everything up till this moment. Okay. And then um, just look at everything that will make the day to run very smoothly. Right now. Of course, please do most of these things before your big day, you know, so that you're not actually overwhelmed um, with activities for the day and make up your mind, please, to enjoy every bit of your day. And I'm going to be taking this final checklist in no particular order, but I hope that it helps you. So let's go first. Number one, the first thing I would say is please do like a final checkup with your, um, with your wedding planner, with your, please just do just... Just a simple, you know, final checklist with them to be sure that every single thing is in place for the day. Okay? So, final checkup with your wedding planner or if you're a do-it-yourself bride or you just have maybe someone you delegated to help you out, you want to check up with your vendors. Now, usually, you know, we all feel tensed. I don't know how this works for some people, but for a couple of people, we usually feel very tense to see that the day actually goes great yes yeah, so it so happens that you know sometimes we you know usually feel very tensed about you know seeing that the whole day goes very well not everyone's personality is like this but for for a couple of brides you're like oh I'm, I'm really hoping everything goes well as planned and all of that you know and some other times we just assume that everyone will do what needs to be done but you need someone you know to help you do like that final follow-up Confirm that your planner and the vendors all have exact directions and a contact person's phone number, right? Because it will be very awkward to be getting buzzed on your big day to confirm direction, maybe for, from vendors. Do you understand? And you don't need more pressure on that day. That's one day you want to enjoy, you want to reduce the number of things you have to be attending to on that day. So you want to make sure that you do like a final checkup 
with your planner. That's why please really go for a capable planner so that you know you're having fun every moment of the day and you know that your planner is able to handle everything for you accordingly and you're not going to be a bride that is trying to run about or be stressed with anything. I want you to just focus on having fun and enjoying the day basically. So yeah, make sure you do like a final checkup. Just you know, all the things we've talked about from the previous models, make up your mind that, you know, you just run them through that your checklist for the uh, music, for the different aspects, just to be very sure that you're good to go with it. All right. So when you have all of that settled um, and ready, then you know that, okay, that check is done. So we're doing like a final checklist, just a run through like a final checklist. And really, you don't have to do this on the morning of the day. You can do this two days before just to make sure that everything is in place, basically. But I'm putting it um, specifically on the big day itself because I feel like these are things you have to do to make sure that, you know, the day runs smoothly, basically. Yeah, so number two, let's do like a final payment check. So please, for vendors, you know, who still must be balanced ahead, you know, during or after the event, do ensure that your liaison person has all the details required. Do you understand? Including the amount to be paid and the vendor's contact. And then also, you know, ensure to have them sign that they have been paid to avoid dramatic displays of some vendors without integrity. Is that fine? So you have made all your arrangements. You have someone that you have assigned. Remember we talked about it that, you know, if you have extra balances to uh, make maybe on the day because due to what service that that particular vendor is rendering many times for some vendors, you know, maybe you've given them a deposit and then you need to pay for the balance. For that balance that you need to pay, we said that you can actually get an account uh, maybe of your liaison pressing where you've transferred all of their balances to or if you have it as cash if it's a cash agreement you know that you want to pay them with um, have them already in envelopes labeled according to the vendors and the exact amount that is supposed to be paid so remember we talked also about an agreement um form that you can create for your event so you want to make sure that you know those vendors get a sign that they have been paid so that tomorrow they don't get to call you and say oh you're still owing them and things like that there'll be an evidence that you know payment was made the transfer the screenshot or evidence of payment through transfer should be kept and then evidence of payment through uh, maybe cash should be signed for so that that way you're good to go. And then you can also even request ahead and tell the vendors to give you maybe a receipt, you know, an invoice, a receipt, something to represent um, that you had um, a transaction with them basically, okay? So, of course, I would still advise you to go for professionals so that, you know, contracts are actually well signed and you have less to battle with. Because many times it's people that feel like, oh, maybe you, want, you don't want to pay them, you want to run away or something. And, you know, they begin to put up all kinds of displays here and there. You don't want any form of embarrassment. So long as your event is concerned. In fact, some even get to threaten couples on their wedding day. And you hear things like, oh, we're not going to move from the place um, until... You, we have seen the alerts and the balance and all of that. Make sure that you're sure of who you're working with. You don't want somebody that is going to overwhelm you or make you feel destabilized on your big day, okay? So number three thing I'll talk about is extra cash, please, is always a very good idea, okay? So a whole lot actually takes place <laughs> during wedding events and it's so important to have extra cash on standby, you know, because sometimes some... Um, 
uh, maybe something you didn't really think about might just pop up during the event okay so and of course that extra cash can always just be with a very trusted person right and like i said you can just maybe give the person a special office for your um, wedding that day and you can call that person your event financial officer for everything cash and everything finance-based payments okay so it's the same person that will give the balance to the vendors this person will just at least also have some extra money for you in case there's something maybe you need to pay for there's something you just need money for for that day you'll be able to handle it effectively without having any form of stress now the next thing i want to talk about number four would be drop your luggage off early okay now if you're going to be staying overnight at a hotel um after your reception make sure you bring the bags the night before or maybe have your friend or your family member you know drop them off you know for the wedding on the wedding day a particular wedding planner actually suggested this her name is sarah lusardi yep so she suggested it that you know if you're going to be staying in a hotel overnight why not you should just drop your bags um the night before and um, just to make sure that you reduce the amount of stress and stuff you need to go through okay now of course do not wait until after the reception and then you're searching for your luggage that will kind of be awkward, you know, ensure it's packed on time like we have discussed before and then deliver to the right place. It's also going to be funny, you know, if they're not going to take the bag and go and drop it in your father's house. Meanwhile, it's the hotel you need it. And remember, that's where you've stuffed up all the things for, you know, honeymoon, wedding nights and all of that. That's not the time to start looking for anything, okay? So maybe the room you're both going to lodge in afterwards, you know, um, you want to make sure that, you know, your own box arrives on time there and his box too should arrive there. So before you guys even go for the um, ceremonies for the day, you have already kept your luggage somewhere that is safe and, you know, that is okay, right? So um, if you have that settled, then we can go to the next part. Remember, this is just, this one now is just a simple reminder. Number five would be, you know, your honeymoon package, you know, making sure that, um, you know, you have put all of those things in place, you know, packing your stuff on time and get everything in place. Now, to help you make it very easy to, to pack well for your honeymoon, you can create, you know, a list of all you intend having with you for the honeymoon. All right. Of course, the ninth uh, wedding ninth model is going to handle a bit of this. So, hey, uh, when we get to that model, I will show you a couple of things you should have um, at the honeymoon place. So um, I hope that will help you um, to handle this particular one. And of course, if you're going to be traveling, make sure you check that your passport, your travel documents, your ticketing, everything is in place. Like I told you also in the last model, if your passport is going to be expiring soon, make sure you renew it before the wedding time. Don't allow anything to stand um, in your way when you get to that particular point because it's not going to be fun, you know, for you to start, you know, running helter-skelter and then you're like looking for an emergency, renewal of passport time and all. So make sure that is in place. Now, the next thing. I would say to you, this is final checkups, final making sure everything is in place for the wedding. After your event, okay, what you're going to actually left, um, sorry, have left would be the scenes and the sounds of your day. So number six would be you should please have a discussion with your photographer. All right. Now you want to ensure that your photographer is very sound and professional about what he does. See, this is one area you should not compromise on at all. You don't want to finish your event and have nothing to remember. 
you understand or you used someone that said oh it was he did not remember to put in a memory card in the in the camera and then you know there are no pictures for your day i mean that's going to be very that's going to be very strange because that's what you have as the evidence that you know you had that day you look at the pictures and they'll give you you know joy all right so make sure that you have spoken to your photographer you know appropriately ahead of time to make sure that everything is in place please don't compromise on photography trust me don't say i want to save her that one of my cousins say he will snap not that you don't snap you can't even see or identify yourself or anything and the pictures don't turn out well please this one just you can stretch a bit and just spend a little more for the photography okay now please let me say this concerning your day right your photographer he or she should be around two hours before you start to dress up do you get don't tell them don't give them a time for example you've told your maybe makeup artist your hairstylist and the person that's going to dress you up for the day you've told all of them to come by eight o'clock please photographer should come by six it's as serious as that i'm telling you the truth because you don't want a case where you are now trying to call them and then maybe you've gone halfway with the dressing and you're going to start feeling you know uneasy you want to make sure that they are around on time to avoid running around or you know missing out on any important shot because you know i expect that you should have um put out what you really want now please do well to also give him an appropriate list of those he needs to photograph at your event okay so make sure that um, you're working with a shadow. Honestly, the truth is that if we structure everything we want to do, it reduces many stress and stuff that we need to go through and a lot of, oh, I want to confirm this, I want to confirm that. Put all these things already in place. So give a list to your photographer and say, okay, um, I want you to help me take pictures of this person. State their names. If you possibly maybe have their pictures ahead, you can actually forward those pictures and say, okay, this is the person in case the photographer does not know the person by their name, all right? Or um, please also, you can another way you can go about this is to have someone that knows the guests and that will help you to identify them to ensure that the script is fully utilized during the event, okay? And discuss properly with your photographer what you want for that day. Do you understand? So... If there, of course, you have a friend or a relative or someone that knows all of those guests that you want them to photograph, you can quickly tell the photographer and then give that person. So that person will be like the liaison working with the photographer for the day to say, oh, this is that uncle that she was referring to. And you can quickly tick off the list that, okay, you've taken all those major people, apart from, of course, the other shots that they'll be taking for the day. There are certain people you don't want to miss out on their shots, you know, whilst you're taking and you're capturing um, the various scenes and memories from the day right and then you know you can also go further to create a wedding day photography schedule highlighting the important moments you want them to capture for you okay please this is very very important as you make this your plans and also don't forget you know to to um ensure that the first look for the day is taken because many times you know the makeup is still fresh and all of those things are in place so it's better um to actually take your your pictures when everything still looks very very fresh so make sure that you've carried i've, I've mentioned two things your photographer number one you should be a professional person number two you want to make sure that um you're not compromising on who is going to handle photography for your day number three your photographer should come in on time number four 
have a list of the people you want them to photograph on that day that you don't want them to miss. Number five, have a liaison person that is going to work with your photographer that they are setting people um, that they need to take their shots for and you don't miss out on those people, right? And then the next one is that you should create like a wedding photography order. At that very important moment, maybe when your dad is praying for you, you're, you're crying or whatever that it might be, you want to make sure that they have appropriate shots of the things that actually matter to you for that day. Does that make sense? All right, let's go to the next thing right now. So the next thing, which is number seven, would be, um, of course, if you're using fresh flowers, for those using fresh flowers for like your bouquet, your boutonniere, for decorations, you want to make sure that they're actually kept fresh. Possibly it's better to actually deliver your bouquet if you're using fresh flowers on the morning of um, the wedding is actually better but if it so happens because for some people maybe you get to order for the fresh flowers from a different location and it's something that cannot arrive on that same day because maybe it'll be too late or something then you can get it earlier maybe the day before but you need to hydrate it you need to make sure that you keep it where it's not going to look um, withered on time okay so make sure you hydrate your flowers. If there's a botanier and it's a fresh flower that is used for the botanier for the groom, you want to also make sure that that is properly hydrated. And then, of course, the decorations. You want to talk to the um, planner to ensure that they are not using um, dead flowers for you if it's fresh flowers that you already planned from the beginning for the event. You want to make sure that everything is in place for that event. I just thought to mention that, okay? But... Um, if you're not using um, fresh flowers, all fine and well, whatever flowers you're using or whatever you're using as your bouquet, make sure that it's um, on point for the day. Number eight I want to talk about is transportation, which is please driver on standby. See, I don't know how this works, but I've seen it happen before. Nothing will be as embarrassing as being dressed and set and then you're suddenly looking for the driver. Hmm. See, so do something that I call a, a driver's check, okay? He should ensure, for, of course, first of all, that the car is properly washed, both internally and externally, and available for decorations because, yes, so they get to decorate the car on the morning of the wedding. So you want to make sure, or the day before, as the case may be, if they're not using anything that is fresh and all that, but just so that everything looks very well. So the decorator, sometimes they need to send someone to come and make sure that the car is properly decorated. Okay, so now you want to ensure that, you know, the car is clean. It will be somehow, now if you take pictures and then the car is now dirty that you're using. For some people, they use their personal car. That's why I said from the beginning, everything goes back to determining the kind of wedding you want to have. So if you have planned for it that, okay, your wedding is going to be this type of wedding, then you want to ensure that, you know, the car is in place. If you're going to be maybe using a car rental service or maybe one big auntie, your uncle or your parents are the ones or your your partner i mean it might just be your car i mean that you're using you just want to make sure that it is clean internally of course and externally and available for decoration so when that is settled please there should also be fueling for the car properly done okay so before he comes to make the car available for the day he should go ahead and fuel the car after fueling the car he would ensure that um 
you know the car is washed and cleaned up and is neat and then available for the day so that you don't it's not when you're going for the maybe church service or the engagement service uh sorry ceremony or you're going for reception then they are saying they need to branch the filling station or while the event is going on and all of that to come and refuel the car i mean it's going to feel and sound somehow it shows that maybe they were not very organized but to be organized they should get a full tank for the car ahead of time so that by the time the car is with you, you know that okay the car is on standby and because also sometimes you have some valuables in the car you don't want the car going to so many places that you are not aware of all right then please let me quickly say this here ensure that the driver you see that's morning time find a way to make sure that the driver for the day it's very very well so that he's seen clearly <laughs> and he will not tell you that he wants to go and eat where it's time for you to move for the next activity so the time that maybe you're using to dress up and perfect all the things inside remember please this one you can even you can have a, a you know a member of the family that you have sent for this one one of the younger ones and just tell them that see please this driver you should ensure that um the driver eats properly but please take it seriously that um the driver eats very well you know for that day so that he's with you all the way treat him very well and make sure that he has um, a good time too with you whilst he's doing and carrying out his assignment okay and then also ensure that there is a proper plan for how your bridal party um is going to um arrive at the venue without being disorganized for some people you know that's why you know we get to say things like so they dress together from the hotel where the bride is probably lodging um for some of them they get maybe they get like another room for the bridal train for the um groomsmen as well um so that they can dress from there and then they can take pictures together with you um whilst you're doing the dressing up time and all that so you want to make sure that that is in place that there is a provision because i've seen also many times that you know the 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 couple is ready the bride is ready to go and then they're like oh how will the bridesmaids leave you want to ensure that there is an organized vehicle to carry the bridesmaids as well for the day right let's move on let's do number nine number nine i'll call this one weather check um, so one important thing, of course, you're looking out for when you're planning for your big day is the weather forecast for the day. Not everyone gets to do this. For some people, they'll just start picking. But, you know, I, I think they have been able to come up to give weather forecast, you know, months ahead for a long time ahead. So you can check the weather for, forecast for the day, you know, if you're planning your event, especially if you're planning for maybe an outdoor activity and it's during the raining season, you may want to rethink the plan to avoid messing up the day with the rain. An indoor event may be more appropriate for you if you're doing a wedding, maybe around the raining season, all right? But it's important to just, you know, check for that weather forecast that would just be better of course for wedding during raining season also do well to have things like umbrellas and other um items that can help you have a hassle-free event right so umbrellas um raincoats rain boots all of those things should be on standby to make it very easy just make sure you're working with wisdom and um, not just your plans alone you should work with wisdom all right so make sure as you're choosing your date you consider the weather is one of the things you should actually look out for um so if you're saying garden wedding and all that then maybe you should not consider raining season and if it's going to be raining season check for weather forecast for that day and be sure that it's not going to rain but of course some weather sometimes become unpredictable so rain may just 
just to show up and all that but just have your plans ready basically that's what i'm saying number 10 thing i want us to do as final checkup is please assign a gift caretaker we talked about this already so i'm just reminding you again for this one okay so for a wedding event where you'll be given gifts because some couples um choose to have a wedding with no gifts but just cash gifts and then some choose this option especially when their residence is different from the wedding location city so um, for some they choose a gift register um that they use for that so for your own um events if you are having an event where you did not give gift restriction, then you can create like a gift register and someone like a liaison pressing that will handle gifts. Work this out with your wedding planner, okay, who would ensure that the gifts are properly received and registered with the name and contact, maybe email, phone number of the person so that you can, you know, send an appreciation message after your event because there's a time that you're supposed to send appreciation to all your um, friends and families and all the people that came for your event of course if people gave you gifts also it would be nice to actually see a message from you to them okay now registering the gift will easily help you of course know who brought what and after receiving the gift you know please have a minister or a spiritual authority that you trust that is present at the event to pray over them and to sanctify them before conveying them to your apartment right and from the beginning you can um, designate a room for where they can be kept and then assign maybe a friend a family member to handle the logistics of taking them there and then access to the place do you understand then after that the apartment should be locked properly and um if you are not going to be around for some time there should be someone that you're trusting that is going to maybe be with the key so this is what i'm saying basically that so you have your gifts they've received their gifts at the wedding reception you've also called the minister they've prayed over those gifts for you you have one of your friends that has been assigned maybe he has a helix a pickup there is a vehicle available that they would use to convey all of those gifts especially if it's your city of residence to your apartment now in your apartment they should not just dump the gift wherever do you understand so that's why i say you should create a space maybe a room you can you can decide and say okay maybe a portion of the city room it could be in the room find a space that they would keep all of those gifts when they take them to the house especially if you're not going to get to the house before um maybe you go for honeymoon and you're traveling and things like that do you get what i'm saying so that means your key has to be available to the person but that means the person has to really really be trusted it can be one of your siblings most of the time is maybe better if you, if you have a good relationship with your siblings so you want to make sure that you know they take care of that for you put it at the assigned place so you'd have discussed this with them ahead of time that is where they will go and ask um keep the gifts when they receive them you know for you and then they lock up your apartment and um, if you are still in town of course um you can pick up the what's it called the key maybe by the next day, okay, so that you know that your key is with you and it will keep your mind at rest. Um, and if you decide to have any other destination to take them to, you can also do the same. So you, it doesn't also have to be your apartment. You can say, okay, maybe you want to take them to your in-laws' place or you want to take them to your parents' place and keep them there. When you're back from your trip, then you'd work out the logistics of you know transferring them to your apartment if you don't want anyone to have access to your apartment before you're around. So that kind of sorts, um, sort of 
those things out for you. I hope this helps you to um, handle this. And I mean, it's usually fun to open your gifts um, at your relaxed state with your spouse after your honeymoon, right? So it's something that is actually very fun to do and nice to do. So, um, yep. I just thought to mention that so that you're not confused as to how to handle it. Then number 11, I want to talk about, please maximize that your wedding planner, honestly, and ensure that everything is in place for the event. Don't say, I will do some by myself. You paid for the service already. Make sure that your wedding planner does all that the wedding planner is supposed to do and make sure you have fun and you're relaxed. But don't go about embarrassing your wedding planner because I know that the pressure can be a lot sometimes. Um, you want to make sure that you're not embarrassing your wedding planner and start shouting, oh, you're supposed to have done this um, and done that and all of that. Uh, just want to make sure that that is in place. Do not embarrass your wedding planner, okay? Um, so the next thing I want to talk about, still under like a final cross-check checklist. That's why I said the week of the wedding, you can actually handle some of these things while um, so that you have a more relaxed day. But I'm saying these things need to be in place to make sure that your day also runs smoothly, basically. That's why I'm including it here. Um, the next thing, which is number 12 for me, I would say documentation official. Now, what do I mean by this? Buy a handy file, okay, to store your legal documents. And once all the signing has been done, hand over to the person you put in charge to handle documents for you and special gifts. So let me explain. For example, getting gifts that come with documents, like maybe a landed property at your wedding and the likes, or, you know, things like that. You definitely need to store the documents properly. You can't afford to just say, oh, just give it to anybody there. So, if you have someone you've delegated as your documentation official, the person can, in that special file, you know, there are these files that come with a lot of um, pocket spaces where you can actually keep documents so use a file like that. Keep all the documents. They hand over to that person to help you hold them, okay? And then when the event is done for the day, that's your documentation official can quickly put them in the trunk of the car or at maybe an agreed location to avoid them getting misplaced while the event is on. Because, you know, in the midst of having the event, maybe at the reception, you can maybe go and drop it somewhere and then you forget. Or if someone is gifting you something like a car, you know, you need to keep the documents of the vehicle appropriately. And that's the reason for saying you should have like a documentation official that helps you. So while I'm mentioning all of these things, you know, we have friends that will say, oh, what will I help you do on your wedding day if you need assistance with anything? These are just the little, little tasks, especially people that are very, very trusted that you can give all of these things to help you to handle for the day. I hope it makes sense to you. Number 13, the next thing I will say to you, please eat, but also take caution. Going on your big day without eating can be very tiring. Though. Don't get caught up with the activities and the events for the day that you forget to eat as the bride and the groom. Ensure you order for breakfast for the day. All right? And also do well to check the content that it is compatible with your stomach. If you have a sensitive stomach, that is not the day to order all kinds of things. Don't say, I want to, just, I want to try a new thing that particular day. Eat with caution. Or <clears throat> have your Imodium ready. Something like Imodium, like one of those drugs that would help to prevent you from using the restroom. Anything that can help to control stooling for that day, you want to keep it on standby, you know, 
and um, just avoid having it because I mean having a running stomach on your big day is going to be a very bad idea so you want to be conscious see I'm highlighting these things because these are things that maybe people forget while they are so interested and engrossed in the whole event you know so like from two days before the wedding start checking out what you are eating so that your tummy can cooperate with you especially maybe if you take a lot of veggies and you know that when you take veggies you tend to stool a lot that's not the time for doing detox do your detox way ahead or do your detox after your wedding but it won't be nice for you to be running and you know running to the restroom over and over again during the event okay nice so number 14 thing i would say finally is please pack a big day unlikely emergency kit a big day unlikely emergency kit so while we plan for the big day please have some handy items that can quickly save the day if the need arises so i'll just quickly run through like a simple checklist for you as the bride and then also for your groom for your big day these are like basic things that um all need to be in place to make sure that everything just runs smoothly for the day checklist number one um for the bride i'm talking about the bride now is excuse me um bridesmaid's gift excuse me please i was having like um a little hiccup okay so bridesmaid gift um if you if you haven't presented it to them already Please make sure that um, you make that presentation, maybe the morning, you know, whilst you guys come together to take the pictures, that fresh first picture you take together with your bridesmaids for the day, make the presentation of their gifts to them at that time. That's just perfect and fine. Another thing you need is a comfortable pair of flats for your reception. Because for some people, yes, I mean, that your shoe may be so cute, but it might... You might not be able to wear it throughout the entire day if maybe your feet begin to hurt or you feel like maybe you've stood a lot for the day because dancing, talking, doing so many activities might require you to stand a lot during the event. So you want to make sure that even the shoe you are choosing and wearing for the day is actually a very comfortable shoe, but have a backup. Maybe a flat slippers, a flat shoe. In fact, I've seen brides that wear sneakers for their, you know, wedding um because of course it's not seen you know the dress is covering every single thing so you can just have something um so that you're not stressed and tired that day so keep it in a shoe bag neatly and make it available maybe keep it in the car so that at any time if you think you need to stretch your feet you need to change it anything like that you can go ahead and make that change all right um, especially maybe you're done taking major pictures for the day hey go ahead make the change the next thing you need on inside of your checklist would be jewelry accessories. Of course, the one you're using for the day for the event. I'm just mentioning it here again so that, you know, whilst you're doing all your arrangements, you don't forget all of these things. Your wristwatch, your bracelet, your earrings. Should I also suggest that you should have an extra pair of earrings? I know you saw that beautiful earring that you bought that you said, ah, this is my wedding earring. But please have an extra. If they have two of that type you like, you can buy the two. And if not, just have an extra earring. Because sometimes we've seen where, you know, maybe in the course of dancing or anything, your earring falls off. For some others, it's the extra hooks of the earrings you need. Because some hooks are not so firm for some earrings. Some other times, I mean, when you're hugging people, dancing, you know, there's some... There are some serious dance steps we get to do on the wedding day and maybe you just forget yourself and something is falling off here and there. You want to make sure that, you know, you have a backup plan. So you can have a tiny little um, casing where you can put off these extra earrings and extra earring hooks 
and then just keep them very safe um, around you. You can also have this in the car so that if the need arises, you can quickly, um, you know, attend to this. Okay, the next thing, of course, a very nice hanger for your wedding dress because, you know, many times they get take pictures of the dress. So you want to make sure that um, you have a beautiful hanger that is hanging the dress so that it comes out very well in the pictures. Of course, your shoe for the day. Um, and if you are changing a dress, you want to make sure that you have the second shoe you intend wearing and uh, maybe purse a purse to go with it if it's um, something that you need. So for maybe the traditional, for example, you're going to change your dresses a couple of times. You want to make sure that the corresponding shoe for the change of dress is available. Okay. Also, you also want to make sure that maybe you have a reception dress and, you know, there's a different shoe for the reception dress. Also, you want to make sure that that shoe is available. I'm just mentioning this so that you don't miss out on it. And then, you know, sometimes we are very, um, you know, we pay attention to the outfits and all that. And then we just forget, I'm like, oh my God, the purse. You plan maybe for the main outfit, maybe like the traditional, you're supposed to change like three times and then you plan for only one and then the remaining two, it feels like, whoa, what am I going to do now? So that's why I'm mentioning this so that you have these things on standby with you for the day. You can put all of these things in a box that you're using as the dressing box for the day so that nothing missing, nothing is lacking right of course under your checklist still have your perfume oil and your perfume so that um you're smelling fresh every step of the way then for your emergency and repair kit please have like a simple sewing kit with needle and white thread if your dress is white or whatever the color of your dress will be for the day please have um the color of the dress and the needle um available for the day okay I hope you're getting it um, so that, sorry, please about that, um, so that you have that settled and good to go, okay? Then please, you want to also have a tailor on standby with their contact in case of a wardrobe malfunction on the day of the wedding. See, we have seen wardrobe malfunction. It's not every zip that will give you notice that, hey, I'm about to go awful. You know, sometimes, um, yeah, you may not know that the zip is not so good and all of that. So you want to have the contact of a tailor that you can easily run to. If the need arises, you already have this arrangement. That, okay, if anything comes up, oh, I'll quickly call you to, you know, assist me to do this or to do that. You also want to get maybe an extra zip, a long white zip or whatever the color of your dress is. Keep extra zips of the outfit for the day did you get what i said extra zips for the outfits for the day so that there is no surprise and don't say oh i didn't even get to use all these things imagine if they need now arrows you would feel more destabilized all right so have that standby tailor and their contact and um, if the need arises you quickly have someone that you can you know call to quickly attend to it for you and for some people hey there's this small handy hand machine that you can easily use is a bit i think automated is not so big it's just a hand machine like that that you can use so you may want to have that too ready as part of your emergency kit um to make sure that it can save the day if the need arises for that day okay uh, moving on um you should also have pen if you need to write anything you need to sign anything have a pen ready you should have safety pins safety pins if the need arises that okay maybe there's a malfunction but a simple safety pin can just handle it so you have the safety pin 
then you should also have um, some form of bandage just to make sure that you know um, a little plaster here and there to avoid any injury or anything that comes up it can easily sort the person out and we avoid having stains on that day of course please also have your sanitary pads available for that because sometimes the truth is that stress can affect your menstrual cycle and so you know perhaps you want um it wants to now show up on the day of the wedding you know <laughs> but <laughs> you are covered right okay but if you have the if you have the sanitary pad i'm sure it, it can easily pass for the day and sometimes it might not even be you that needs to use it what if you're anybody on your train um, needs it suddenly you can easily step in to assist them with it for the day and that's why i said when you're choosing your wedding date please consider your menstrual cycle Especially if it's a regular cycle, you want to make sure that the date you are choosing is not around the time you're expecting the next period to come. Do you understand? So you can separate it maybe 10 days before or some 8 days before or something. And just shift the date so that there is no interruption and there's no hindrance during your events. Especially um, if you now also have maybe a, a system where the um, menstrual cycle is usually accompanied with a lot of pain you want to make sure that because you can't afford to be a bride that is rolling on the floor on the day of the wedding right you want to have fun and have joy all through the day so you want to put that into consideration also please of course body spray deodorant smelling fresh all day is major please no sweaty smells on your wedding day it will be somehow as the bride you know because a lot of people are going to come and greet you hug you talk to you while the event is going on i feel it will be somehow to be smelling of sweat while that is happening another thing you need will be painkillers a simple paracetamol you know thereabouts should be fine in case you're feeling because some people with the whole activities sometimes maybe you know, they might just need a little painkiller here and there. Sometimes, again, this might not even be for you for the day. You can actually want to assist somebody else with it. Then a touch-up kit for your makeup. Just a simple touch-up kit because sometimes we have a lot of crying brides <laughs> who cry all through and then they'll mess up the makeup. We need to do a bit of touch-up, especially if maybe if the makeup artist has already left. You want to make sure that you have this settled and in place. Then blotting pads. That can help you to take care of things like sweat. But talk to your makeup artist whilst you're doing your makeup to ensure that, you know, they don't, um, they do the makeup in such a way that it helps um, you not to um, be bringing out oil from your face, like an oil-free kind of makeup as much as possible. Then you can have maybe your lip gloss, your lipsticks, and all of that. Because sometimes, you know, they would, uh, the many kisses with your husband that they can keep erasing and erasing and erasing your lipstick for the day so maybe you may want to refresh except you're using maybe like a matte lipstick um but you may want to refresh your lipstick and all of that so maybe the lipstick should be on standby for that day okay um another thing is please have breath mints or mouth spray mouth odor is a big no-no okay there's nothing sexy about mouth odor at all at all at all so please for that day make sure that your mouth your your breath is very fresh for the day and i mean your mouth is ready for a lot of juicy kisses that will be coming through um, on the wedding day so please keep your mouth very clean and keep your um your, your breath fresh throughout the day and then also please your perfume should be there and then a white baby powder you should have that as well why do you need white baby powder um sometimes maybe your dress gets stained anything can happen you want to make sure that you have that taken care of and then baby wipes so you can use the wipes to clean up 
and then the white powder it can just quickly serve as cover up okay for the day that's the reason for having white powder as part of your checklist then of course the final thing you need for your checklist will be the best smile ever any bride that is not smiling please oh, don't be that kind of bride be the bride that is smiling and excited about the day let's quickly move over to the checklist for the groom all right for the groom's checklist same thing the gift for the groomsman if he hasn't presented it he can also present it that day then lip balm for him powder for him of course his outfit for the day his suit and all the accompaniments and of course don't forget you know shoes for him um for that day because sometimes you are so engrossed with several other parts of the planning and you are now missing out on small small things for the day so everything needed for his outfit should be there including his shoes then a lint remover a lint remover lint roller so that if there's any lint on his outfit he can easily attend to it and take it off then maybe a steam iron or iron if there's anything they need to straighten out quickly that can be sorted out as well of course accessories for him his wristwatch his bracelet all of those things and don't forget um, the cufflinks too cufflinks because i don't know what happens that cufflinks keep getting missing over and over again in many places so please have cufflinks and if i have an extra set of cufflinks so that you know if anything happens it can easily stand in of course body spray also for him perfume perfume oils then the wedding rings he's the one most of the time that keeps the wedding rings and then he comes with the wedding ring when he's coming to the um, ceremony and then of course his comb his hairbrush you want him looking neat except he carries a clean cut a skin cut usually okay so you want to make sure that that is also in place Another very important thing um, for the day, this is like now checklist that has to do with the both of you, like the final things under your checklist, um, a well-charged cell phone, of course, and your charger. You don't have to be the one holding these things. I've told you, someone that loves the ground, that loves all of those things, let the person be the one to handle phone matters that day, okay, so that it makes it very easy for you. Of course, very trusted person. Missed times your maybe your chief bridesmaid your best man and things like that of course your wedding vows if you if you're writing your vows by yourself you want to make sure that you go with them then water snacks i mean and finally of course have fun checklist have fun and remember to breathe just just take it easy and enjoy the entire day okay so let's now run through the activity themselves for the day having you in mind like as the main subject that we are paying attention to at this time all right let's go into it very quickly first waking up thoughts and fellowship honestly i cannot really tell if you will get to sleep the night before the wedding because sometimes you're filled with thoughts about your big day or you're still trying to put many things in place but hey if you were able to catch some sleep then let's move on from there i hope you really will be able to sleep honestly but please try and catch some sleep no matter what that's why you have a sound and good wedding joseph planner have everything settled ahead of time you can just go ahead and the day before just tell yourself i don't even be involved with any extra activity do everything that needs to be done and have your beautiful time to sleep okay so let's say that you were able to sleep no matter how short the sleep was okay um Upon waking up, of course, it's easy to want to quickly dive into the day. Ah, let me get dressed. Where's my makeup artist? Where is this and where is that? But hey, not so fast. Can you please appear before the throne room first? 
I know, I know it's your wedding day. But you only saw that day because God made it possible. So spend your waking moments with the Father in worship and prayer and receive his peace while we go on with the day. Please do not skip this time of private fellowship with the Father. God loves honor. So he's the first to actually enjoy you for the day, before your guest, before anybody else. So you want to make sure you have that time out um, to spend some time with the Father. Possibly even to go to bed that day. One of the things you can you know, choose to do is that, you know, throughout the night for the day, you're playing instrumentals. You're just playing worship songs, instrumentals that will just keep your atmosphere, you know, peaceful and sweet. And then, you know, as you're waking up, because if you've been playing instrumentals the night before, it just puts you into that flow of worship on time. But please appear first before the throne. And God, your girl is here. You know, spend that time to, to worship and just acknowledge him and say, Lord, this whole day I'm dedicating it to you. Thank you for all the fun I will have this day and all. But beyond the fun, beyond everything, I, I want you to be honored and glorified in my day. So you want to make sure that, you know, we carry God along every step of the way. Pray through everything. Lord, I've done all the planning. I've done all I need to know, all I know to do. But at this time, I'm, I'm handing it over that you are the one in charge of this event and all of those things. You want to pray concerning all the people that will have contact with you that day. No wrong contact. No wrong person. No, no, no one with a, a strange or diabolical assignment is going to be allowed in your space. You want to take authority over that moment and begin to declare words that you're going to see happen in the course of your day but just spend time praying the spirit spend time with the father don't rush into that day without doing this part it might not be for a very long time like you would normally do uh, but please don't compromise on this one spend time with the father it can be as 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 small as an hour for the day but let it count do you understand and spend that time and know that see god <laughs> Yes, so I'm happy to be getting married, but you're still my number one. You are priority for me, all right? Once you have that settled, the next thing we'll move over to is the premium beauty bath time. I love all of these things because I came up with them and I, I, I like the way um, I'm putting them. So, yep, the premium beauty bath time. I really like this one because, girl, we're getting ready. After your fellowship time, it's time to take your beauty bath. All those recipes you have been studying about, it's time to practice them. From the scrubs to the body polishing, all of those things, practice all of them. Follow the routine that has been working for you. Brush your teeth extra that day. <laughs> Remember to brush your tongue, very important, so that your, your mouth does not smell. And then, of course, fresh breath, baby girls, for the thousand kisses in the day. So your mouth needs to be, you know, fresh. And then have your beauty bath and be ready to present yourself for dress up. All right? So make sure that that bath time, you make sure you are clean. I mean, don't go for a wedding without bathing, you know. Ha! I beg go. Don't do that. Make sure you have your bath and a very beautiful time, you know. Just... Tell yourself, like, hey, my last bath as a single lady, you know, something like that. I'm sure it's going to be fun every step of the way. I, I, I hope you're seeing the day already. I hope you are envisioning the day. Okay, let's go to the next part, which is dressed up for the palace. Now, once your bath time is over, do your body oiling, 
body spraying, apply your perfume oils, and be set to start dressing up. Of course, first on the list will be to bring out your super hot underwear for your outfit. Remember we talked about making sure that you get an out um, an underwear that goes well with your outfit. Not every underwear goes with the outfit. So get something that will go very well with your outfit and you know enhance the outfit and bring it out well, right? So honestly, for this one I need to say it that that man has to be blown away, okay? <laughs> so do you get honestly that guy has to be blown away that day. Okay, so because there'll be an unveiling later in the day, I'll be. Mm -hmm. So make sure you are planning the underwear with that in mind. Not just for, you know, yourself alone or for the outfit alone. Have him also in mind um, as you are going to be walking towards that um, later in the day, okay? So, of course, don't forget what is appropriate for your dress so that it helps your dress to sit very well. Don't just pick up any random thing. Make sure it's something you've planned. You've tried it with the dress and it came out well. All right, and then that's not the day to now be changing what you had already planned. Make sure everything is set and ready. Then after this, of course, you can put on your bathrobe. Please don't give the photographer a free video. If the robe is transparent, devise a way to shield yourself under before putting on the bathrobe for most likely, you know, the first set of pictures because your first set of pictures... I think from the, the robe time, they're already getting dressed. So some brides start uh, start taking pictures from when, you know, you've never done your makeup, but you've put on the robe. Some people start from there. So you want to make sure that you're not giving photographer free video that day. If it's a transparent stuff, put something on that and make sure that, you know, everything looks very well. Good. Um, then still on the dressing up um, yourself for the day, then you can, of course, go ahead and commence your makeup and your hair styling. Remember, you have already communicated there is a plan with your stylist. You may want to, of course, remind them so that they don't get overzealous and forget the plan that day. Is that fine? So your makeup artist, remind them. Your hair stylist, remind them so that they can keep to what you have both discussed about and agreed for for the day so that you come out looking smashing. Then, of course, as you get dressed, your bridesmaids, they also need to get dressed as well if you have bridesmaids for the day, okay? Because while they are not the focus for the day, you don't want them to slow down um, your movement for the day, okay? So, please, your bridesmaids also do not have to be in the same room as you are. This will help to reduce, you know, distractions as much as possible that day because, you know, you want to get dressed and all that. You also want your makeup um, artist and your hairstylist to be focused because if you have too many people there, that's just somebody to start saying, oh, um, you didn't add this, you didn't do that, and all of those. You don't want them distracted, and you too don't want to be distracted. So the bridesmaids can actually have their own room where they are dressing up. And while you are dressing up, um, then maybe when you're done, you can now call them, and together you guys can you know, begin your photo sessions and all of those things, okay? And please, whilst you're doing all of this dress-up, you can do well to keep the room in a controlled atmosphere. You can play instrumentals or worship songs as you get dressed. It has a way of just sustaining the peace of the moment. You get and you just keep doing what needs to be done. It just releases, you know, a different atmosphere for you in that place. Now, the next thing is, of course, wear your dress, obviously. Now, someone may have to dress you up if the dress is a bit complex. Like I said, remember when you went for the last fitting, you went with the pressing because the pressing learns the dynamics of the dress so that it will just quickly help you to put it on. The next thing will be, of course, put on your accessories, your shoes. Your, I'm talking about your wristwatch, your bracelet, your earrings. 
um, then your shoes, your veil for the day, and anything else you have planned to add as part of your dressing. Maybe you have an accessory for your hair, whatever. Put all of those things on. Now, of course, if you're having the traditional wedding first um, on that day, then, of course, you are going to dress for the traditional first um, or any other design you've chosen. Some people... Like, go back to the plan you have already made for what the wedding day is going to be like. So, once that is settled, go ahead and get dressed and serve us faces. Finish us with pictures that day, you get. Now, most ladies look super gorgeous, of course, on their big day. This is one reason you should select outfits you truly love and you're super comfortable in. So that you would have full confidence on that day and you will not be too self-conscious about whether you look great or not. Okay, you would actually even show up with your own compliment when you look very well for the day. Okay, so you want to make sure that this is in place. Now, when you're done dressing up, of course, your bouquet too should be added. Make sure everything is just in place and you're good to go. Your bridesmaids too are ready. You can also have you know a makeup artist for your bridesmaids so that they are also looking pink and everything is looking good for the day. After that, final inspection so do a final inspection that everything actually looks great around you if you have a train like i've been talking about be sure that they are good to go they are looking well then also do a checkup on your parents or the representative your guardian or anybody else that is standing in as your parent for the day and make sure that they are also good to go especially the person that is going to actually walk you down the aisle you want to make sure that um, you don't get to the venue and you're not looking for him, you know. You want to make sure that the person is on standby, is available. Eh? You don't want to get to the venue and, you know, you're now searching for them, searching for this or searching for that. So you want to make sure that you just quickly check up on them that, you know, everybody's dressed, everybody's set and all of that. Um, for the mothers, most times for the day, because I said it's also their day of joy, you want to also make sure that a makeup artist is available to make sure that their faces are also um, um, taken care of for the day and they dress and look very good for the event, okay? So basically, anything that can get you disturbed, um, that moment of, you know, leaving the house and going for the um, service for the day you want to make sure that those things are in place okay and of course you don't have to do this by yourself if you have a solid support system please do well to delegate and it's time to enjoy your day enjoy your day baby girl i mean i'm so so excited about this day right now the next thing i want to talk about is the blessing the blessing now that everything is said i mean i am usually an advocate for honoring your parents and your guardians now if you can i would actually prefer that you do this ahead but if you cannot do it ahead and it's the day of the um event you are able to accomplish this please do what do i want you to do get a lovely gift for your parents or your guardian as you make this transition and make them to pray specially for you as you go on the journey okay of course hold your tissue paper especially if you are very close to them as because this will be a very emotional moment for you and also for them possibly <laughs> maybe you should do this before you before you do your makeup or i don't know so that you know, everything is in place but it's actually fine because They'll be able to capture the picture, capture the moment. Your photographer will be able to do all of that and all. Now, let them bless you from within themselves. And please record it like 
record it not just as video record it as audio maybe with even your phone and make sure that you have it so that it's a prayer you can play over and over again for yourself and just enjoy that moment right and then also you should pray with your friends not just for pictures yes the photographer is going to you know capture that moment but please you know just pray with them and just take charge of the event again and of course it will also be great to accomplish this ahead of your event and then present the gifts to them okay this will be something very beautiful to do um or if you can do this and accomplish this maybe at your bridal shower even though most times the shower is a surprise so you don't even know if you're going to when exactly they are going to maybe prepare and plan for a shower for you you know and all that and well as a bride too you can decide and plan and say you want to have your own shower and plan for when and how your shower is going to be everything still depends on you so uh, make sure that the, all of that is in place ahead of time now the next thing will be the queen's arrival which is your arrival so once everything is in place and that face is settled you can now proceed to the vehicle to take you to the venue with appropriate coverage and pictures so you're doing a video coverage and then you're taking pictures as well so also do well to be in touch with your groom um as we've also seen cases where the bride has arrived before the groom before and this in fact there are weddings that have commenced without the groom being around and then the bride was already emotional you know and out of balance for the day and it can be very very disturbing so if any of the parties has a challenge with time management the other party should please keep them in check if you are the one that will go late i'm sure your groom will want to keep you in check so you want to make sure that find a way that's why you guys are a team balance each other out and keep each other in check okay and it's often not a good site when one party is not available at the due time so you want to make sure you come on time and he also comes on time now also um, once all confirmations are in place go ahead with the movement to the location and follow the protocol of the place and of the moment okay of course again it depends on what you want um to be your own design usually the father of the bride walks her down the aisle but i've also seen a case where both parents actually walked her down the aisle right it all depends on what you have designed your event to be whichever way walk in confidently and be excited about it and if it's the traditional event on the same day then it will follow the traditional process and then there would be a switch to the white event if this is your design for the day but whichever way enjoy your entry time and make sure that everything goes beautifully well um, in that moment of course, the next thing is now that, of course, the ceremony is up. You're here already. It's time to actually get married. You have put in so much, you know, to this day and this stage. It's now time to actually enjoy every bit of the day based on your plan and based on your design for the day. Okay? Please let nothing stress you out. Focus on enjoying the day and focus on your partner for that day. All right, let the entire event, you know, unfold as planned and make sure it's a memorable one. Do all the ceremonies, whether it's traditional, it's white, it's reception. If you're having one, have a program so that, you know, the day is well managed and everything works according to plan and pattern. And any special effect you want to have at any stage, ensure that it is added to the program and it's done accordingly. You can please communicate all of this to your wedding planner so that all these things can be accomplished. Maybe you want a special lighting effect. You want to make sure that you communicate it. You want special fireworks, maybe when you're walking in or when you are doing the special dance or when you're cutting the cake, whatever you want, special 
featuring for the day, make sure that it's included in the program. Or you want live performances, make sure it's included in the program and you can communicate this with your planner every step of the way so that everything goes well. And also, please do note that a lot of worship places have their standard program, like the program of events for the day, like for the church service, for example, and you need to adopt it. Okay, so should you be having yours there? So ensure that the printout is set ahead and delivered according to their standard. For the traditional, it's usually according to your tradition and standard that but please also ensure that your traditional wedding actually has a program of events for the day so that it's not one endless day without you know any form of coordination there should at least be a level of coordination for the day especially for the traditional most times the white is really more coordinated than traditional so but you want to make sure that this is also in place so for the reception you are often fully in control of what will be done so design everything according to your taste give it your best according to your budget let everything be in place of course <laughs> um and if you're wearing a second dress for your reception please do well to make it available accordingly everything you need for the day just make sure that it's according to what you have envisioned and what you have planned for and make sure that everything just goes very well so i'll just help you with like a brief generic program schedule now of course i expect you to design your own program for the day but some people are not sure what their wedding program should even look like you know and they don't have any idea about it so i just thought okay let me just put up a simple basic one that a lot of weddings actually um a lot of couples actually use for their weddings and i hope that this would help you of course you can also get old wedding programs and modify it or be inspired maybe for their design if you're not sure of how you want your wedding program to be everything can be achieved just make sure that you know exactly what you want to do and what you want to achieve for the day does this make sense to you so let's just run through first of all the order of the church service so i'll just talk about the church service the order of photography and the reception like program basically for traditional it's going to be according to your tradition so i i cannot um determine how your tradition is going to run but make sure you have a program also for the day but this is a simple guide and i hope it helps you too so like order for the church service most times the church service begins with an opening prayer um and then the processional hymn many times you know you're allowed to maybe choose your favorite hymn of thanksgiving so you can insert whatever hymn you want and sometimes if you don't want any hymn you will have a particular song you really like that this is how you want to start the day and make that what you're going to use to um come in through the aisle with your father or with whichever person you have assigned that is going to walk you down the aisle then you want to make sure that that processional um hymn or song is properly chosen so after the opening prayer is the processional hymn normally after that is the bible reading for the event after the bible reading most times is the marriage the joining the um exchange of vows so the marriage itself of course that's when the um the officiating minister coordinates everything you know there are those things they usually say during weddings then they do the joining where they now um lead the both of you to begin to exchange your vows right after you've done that then a special song maybe like the music team of the church many times they sing a special song now this must not follow this the your program must not follow this way some people don't do all of these things it depends on how it works in their own um assembly then the next thing most times is usually the the word 
that's the message for the day. It's usually, it's usually not so long also. Of course, depends on where you're having the wedding. And then after the word, then blessing of the couple. Sometimes, you know, the blessing of the couple, they add it to the marriage joining and the exchange of the vows. They just do all of that together so that everything is accomplished at the same time. And after the blessing of the couples, most times the officiating ministers just take their picture on the stage once and for all with the couple. Okay, and after that, then we have the word and then the blessing of the couple. Then we go back to what the signing of the marriage register. So there's always a signing of the marriage register in the church service. So um, for some assemblies, that's where they get to even do the ring exchange because not every... Every place of worship actually accepts using rings to do the wedding directly. They prefer you to use a Bible and then they can bless the ring. And then maybe at the marriage signing place, then they do the exchange of rings. While some other places, they wed both with the word of God and then they get wedded with their rings directly. So it depends on how it works with your place. And most times after that, you do all the, you may kiss the bride. It depends on the, what the church also does, okay? So some, they may actually do the whole, you may kiss the bride. For some others, they may not do the you may kiss the bride. It all varies, right? The next thing will be Thanksgiving. After the signing of the marriage, it's usually Thanksgiving. And sometimes they do this Thanksgiving with offering. So that's when they do offering for the day. And the Thanksgiving time also for some assemblies. You know, all the people that came in for the wedding will go around greeting the, like, they will... The ushers will direct them and then they will go around um, the place, all the guests that came in, greeting the couple, congratulating them and rejoicing with them, basically. After which is usually announcements um, for the church, maybe for about their services and about the things that they do and they stand for as a church. So they do that announcement. Immediately after the announcement, we have the recessional hymn. Um, this is the hymn that you know you used to go out as a couple now. And then they have a, a manner for coming out. Maybe they'll tell you um, the um, couple, then the officiating ministers, then the bridal train, and then the parents of the couple and all of that. Depends on the place that you're getting married. That's how it works there. Of course, for a lot of people, they like to use this song called um, God, God Give Us Christian Home many, many times. But you can still choose what your song should be depending on the policy of where you're having it. And hey, that's it. You're married right now, like officially, officially married, married, married. <laughs> Congratulations again. Um, so let's just go over to a simple order of photographs. So immediately after the service, most times, because that's where your guests, they still are, then you're going over for, for pictures. But if you still design it differently for some people, after the service like that, they, they, they dispatch every... Uh, they let everyone go. And then after that, some would even reconvey and say, oh, pictures will be taken at the reception venue. I've seen things like that as well. So it depends on what your plan is, right? But most of the time, it's immediately after the service, they take the pictures. Remember, you did a facility tour and you had checked for where you have your pictures for the day. So you see how everything is following each other now. Now, of course, the simple order of photography many times is the couple. And then the bride alone, the groom alone, groom with best man, bride with maid of honor. And then normally then there's the couple with a, a, um, a number of people. So we have something like the couple with the parents of the bride, couple with the parents of the groom, couple with the siblings of the bride, couple with the siblings of the groom, then couple with the extended family of the bride, couple with the extended family of the groom, sometimes couple with both families 
couple with both families, right? And after that, we also have um, various associations, of course, of the couple. What I mean by that is, so the couple, they have certain business associates. So, of course, according to the name of where they work, they get to mention it and say, okay, couple with uh, members of staff from, they mention the name of the organization. Couple with your colleagues at work, they mention the name of the organization. If you have um, co-workers, maybe in the ministry where you are serving, you would most likely maybe include your team inside of the picture. So you hear couple with a particular unit. Maybe you're an usher, for example. You say, so couple with the ushers, they will take pictures. Then there's couple with alumni, maybe the alumni from your secondary school or from your university and all of that. So some of them are present for the wedding too. So they take their own pictures. Then maybe those in special uniforms for the event, they are different as should be sometimes for the event. Those ones will also take some picture. Then you have the groom, uh, the couple with the groom's friends, couple with the bride's friends, couple with the well-wishers, couple with the bridal party, and of course, any other as you please. So I just hope this will just give you a guideline. I'm not saying that this is everything that there is about it. I'm just helping you to know that, okay, you can actually plan to details and have everything ready for your big day. Okay. Then another very important aspect is, of course, a simple reception order. Let me just help you with a simple reception order. So the reception is set to start right now. You've given them time. You've given them the venue. This is for someone that is using a reception. Remember, we said you can also have your wedding without a wedding reception. Depends on what you want. Everything depends on your design. Good. So for the simple wedding reception order, we have the guests arriving first. After the guests arrive, of course, the MC is present. Of course, your wedding planner and her team would, or his team will be around ahead of time. They're usually the first to get to that space to make sure that the decorations, the catering, the music, the ventilation, the facility, every single thing is fully in place, ready for the day, okay? So your guests would now arrive when you know, everything is in place, the position ushers, maybe the hostesses, the security, the protocols, making sure that the whole place is properly organized. Places that we said you should reserve. Remember we talked about special reservation of seats for your parents and certain people um, for the day. Make sure that you know that demarcation is done. Is the assignment of your wedding planner to solve all of those things because by then you are done with the wedding and you are there visiting oh, 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 with, your, <laughs> with, your, uh, with your husband right okay so the next thing of course the mc2 is going to be present so the mc would introduce himself guests are already arriving some people are already seated some are already even eating on arrival so you know then um the the mc would definitely introduce himself and then there'll be acknowledgement of maybe some special guests in that place um so Remember that list we talked about and that they should use proper designations for the people that they are introducing, right? The next thing will be entrance of the bride's family, uh, entrance of the groom's family. Sometimes maybe it's just their parents. They may even just call. They do special dancing in and all of that. After that, sometimes we have, of course, entrance of the couple too which sometimes people say, call this one here, they come, you know, have a lot of fun. That's when they'll do all the dancing and, you know, it's usually fun to do all of that. Sometimes they they walk in between their friends. Their friends will stand in at the aisle and all of that. The bridal party will stand by the aisle and then, then they dance in through. And after that, um, then we have the opening prayer for the reception. Of course, I expect that, of course, the event will not just start just like that without a prayer. So, opening prayer for the reception. After which, usually, we have the chairman's speech. 
then after the chairman speaks most times please also do well to <laughs> inform the chairman so that he does not waste all the time for the day giving it because we've had sermon already in the church now so this one is just a simple time you know to speak chairman's speech anyways after chairman's speech then of course like the couple's first dance um, they come up and then maybe cutting of the cake. That first dance, most times, usually maybe just the both of you, you know, doing all those, you know, I love you, I love you dance. It's usually, you know, a heart to heart kind of thing. Mm. You know, or you have a special dance, both of you have been rehearsing that you want to display that day, all fine and well. You know, you do the couple's um, first dance. You know, once you have that settled, then um, we have um, the cutting of the cake. Cutting of the cake, that's when, um, yep, they cut the cake. And then, you know, some MCs now get dramatic about it. Come and feed your husband. The husband should feed the wife. Please make sure that at least there's a saucer available. Remind remind your wedding planner on this one. There's a saucer available. There's a knife to actually cut the cake. And then, you know, they can um, make the feeding and all those things very easy. Maybe you have a little cutlery that would help you with the feeding um, for the cake. And then, of course, there should be cups and all those things. The glasses available for the um, wine, testing of the wine also for the couple. And just to make sure that all of that is in place. Most of the time after this, um, I think they usually have some special renditions. Um, you have to plan for how you would quickly go and actually change um, to your reception dress. There's usually a moment in it that they, they find a way to, you know, put all of this into it. Most times maybe after the entrance of the couple, they find a way. So work this out. Ask your wedding planner the best time um, you can easily go up. Um, out maybe the music is going to be playing maybe they have prayed over your refreshments then and people should be eating and things like that then you know the bride goes to change because most times this next set of dance and all that that you're coming in for you have already changed to your reception dress so you want to have that in place then the next thing can be the toast like i said the toast does not have to be the regular way it can be a video and you have informed this person it's not somebody just called randomly at the event and say hey, come and quickly give a toast so that the person is organized and planned the next thing of course will be a couple's dance maybe with their family and friends in this one you can have special dance moments too you can say the bride and her father the groom and the mother things like that different styles um, that people get to adopt for that day. So have your time for dancing. That's usually the part that, you know, takes a long time and all of that. And your guests are eating and enjoying. You two, you're having fun. Games, if you want to play games, you've done all of those things for the day. The reception is not usually so long. Many times it's the dance that actually takes all the time, you know, for the day. And then also, um, then the, the, the bouquet moments for some people they will toss their bouquet for some people they will not toss the bouquet um like i said i, I gave an illustration about the not tossing the bouquet you can do your own differently and many times um, i just feel like that tossing just feels like a general you're just doing it but if you do it with a different meaning then you begin to give it a different meaning do you understand i mean you can decide to say oh it's a book i want to share i'm not tossing any bouquet i feel like you know this book has blessed me and this book will be a blessing to my single ladies that um, maybe we'll be getting married soon and all of that. You can plan for it and have those kind of books available. Do you understand what I'm saying? And then, you know, have it there. 
um, there are amazing books that you can easily just leverage, you know, like that and decide to say, okay, this book has really blessed me or this book is such a delightsome book and this is what I would rather share. So, you, like I said, you can make your own day special and different. I make the announcement at that moment and say, oh, um, I know that usually we trust the book here at this time, but they'll, they'll do their normal call. Oh, single ladies come out, all of those things, they come out and all of that. And you can make the announcement, that, okay, so it's going to be different for this wedding. We're not tossing the bouquet, but we have a gift for all the single ladies. I mean, how sweet that is going to be, okay? Like for me, I told you what I did for my own wedding. I didn't toss the bouquet. What I did instead was we called out the people that um, wanted to you know, get married, people that are single and all of that. And I called a trusted mentor of mine, uh, which was my marriage counselor, um, because I, I love her so much and I, I know that um, she has a beautiful home and a beautiful family, you know, and so she was the one that prayed over them and a lot of people had testimonies after then they've gotten married and several things happened. For me, that was my revelation for the day and that's why I did what I did, you know, at the event and I felt fulfilled doing that. It's one of the moments I really do cherish um, that it, when it comes to the reception on that day, okay? So you can choose something different too. You can decide and say, okay, you have autographed a particular book okay and you feel you can write specific you know messages different messages inside of them and say okay i'm presenting these books as the gifts to um the people that are trusting to get married here you know or you have something that has really blessed you or something that has really helped you a great deal and say this is your gift to them for that day so it depends on how you're inspired but think about it so that um, you have something that you want to do for that day so that it doesn't have to be the regular all right and then also of course after that you have the vote of thanks vote of thanks you can also do that differently the husband and wife can do it together and you can also play a video just as i said before where you have recorded what you want to say at the vote of thanks and basically then you have the closing prayer and then dance 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 fun time basically and hey that's it. The event has ended though for the day. So for final moments, after the various activities and events for the day, it will be time to, you know, round off and say your goodbyes. So also, I mean, as much as you can appreciate those that came to honor your invitation. And yes, you are now married. Like married. Mrs. Put your name there. Okay? Right. So, um, once that is also settled, let me just mention maybe just one last or two last things as we round up um, this uh, moment, okay? Um, so there's this thing that happens for some families, and that's why I'm including it here. Like I said, there are different traditions. There are different people that are going to be taking this um, course at this time. So I, I'm not restricting it to only one set of people in mind. I'm just saying that. It depends on where you are and your sphere and your space. I hope this helps you through that. Now, there's something that um, some families get to do, which is the cake distribution, and that's why I'm including it here. So for some families, as part of their tradition, there's usually a portion of the wedding cake that actually goes to each of the families. Now, if you fall into this category in your own family, like this is part of the practice of your family, then kindly make plans for this distribution with your caterer and your wedding planner. Okay, now they can make cake boxes available for the cakes to be distributed to each of your families. Okay, and they should, you know, assign, there should be an assigned recipient for each of the families so that it's not a bother for you on that day. So what simply happens is it, you would have discussed that with the caterer or maybe with the wedding planner and say, okay, um, the second cake or the third cake um, from the, the steps of the cake, 
the first step is going to maybe the groom's family. The second step is going to maybe the bride's family. They should come with cake boxes for them. And then from both families, so uh, your sister-in-law here is going to take it. Oh, your own sister is also going to be the one to receive for the family here. Something like that so that it is settled and it's not a challenge or a problem or something they need to be, you know, trying to clamor over basically to get so. There should be cake boxes also for you and a plan maybe to convey your portion of the cake to your place. For some people, they want to actually keep their cakes. You know, some you hear things like, oh, I want to give my child when my child is one year old, a wedding cake, things like that. That may not be part of your own desires, but if it is your desire, then you should plan for it. Have cake boxes and move your own cake to your own, you know, space. Like I said, for some people, this is not a big deal. For some others, it's a big deal. Whatever way it works, make your plans accordingly, according to how you have designed the event for yourself for the day. So I just thought to just quickly mention that cake distribution in person. The next thing, of course, will be the departure of the family. After the event, there's a lot of family hangout at the event. Of course, your family, your friends, they still want to spend some time with you. You know, I mean, you're the celebrant for the day, you know. Attend to various things at the event as the event is rounding up. And some still just spend some time, of course, just to dance with you. Some will still take time to eat. Some will plan, you know, for the exit of maybe very senior members of the family from the venue. So you have all those, your uncles, your aunties, and several other people that came for the wedding. And then, you know, this person is going to plan for it and say, okay, um, your family members, you know, they're like, oh, we need to move grandma. We need to move this person over, you know, back to wherever, you know, they came from. So do well to give um, some time to them. It's usually emotional for some family. You see them crying, especially if they were very bonded and very close. So, of course, also get ready for some teasing for this one because you know how family is. Family is just so cool. It's family, it's you. And then they start teasing you and saying, hey, hope you're ready tonight to be this. And all. especially if you have siblings that maybe are married already, you see them teasing your friends that are married already. They'll be like, ah, I hope you're ready. You know, all of that. And then they'll tease you, they'll tease your spouse. To. so just get ready i'm just preparing your mind for all of this of course family at the end of the day is everything right okay and if you are from a not so united family setting please don't let that stop you from having an amazing day okay and if there are specific family members known to cause rivalry or strive and uproars please make security personnel available to handle such extreme cases to avoid embarrassment and issues at the event so you know those relatives or family members you know that might want to cause any issue that day just want to make sure that you know all of that is taken care of you may want to discuss that with the wedding planner so that they have such plans and then you don't have any unnecessary um scene you know coming up for that day okay above all of course ensure you pray specifically committing such people's hearts to god and pray for the peace of the event okay um, so that that does not even become a challenge on that day. Do you understand? Of course, avoid public fights and destructive behaviors at your event by all means. Make sure you communicate this as a desire to your to your wedding planner, so that you know nobody comes to you know take over your day in a negative way. Your day is just beautiful, and that's why you really need a lot of investment into praying to make sure that the day and the activities and everything goes seamlessly well. Is that fine? If that is fine, then the next part will be of course departure of the couple. Everything that has a beginning surely has an end. Look how far you've come, girl. I'm proud of you. Congratulations again on the success of your big day and ensure that you plan for your departure and the vehicle to convey you is on ground, okay? And then, of course, final pictures, 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 pictures here and there. And if there are specific items you would like to go with, ensure that they are 
um, specially packed for you um, and they've put them into your into your vehicle okay so maybe you want food because sometimes honestly you just get hungry later in the day and you wanted extra food or something you know you can make an arrangement for that especially if where you're lodging actually permits you to come in with stop but of course they're wedding day many things they would actually permit you on that day really they don't really get to really disturb couples like that so if there are extra things you want to go with anyways just make sure that those things are available and they're ready to go with you now of course also for special gifts like maybe you got cash gifts or the spread money at the event so you know during the dance time if you're in a nigerian wedding they get to spray you money and all of that and you i'm sure you've worked that out with your wedding planner or you have a trusted family member or friend that you've hand you've assigned you know to help you handle those things correctly so they can make them available to you at the departure time okay so the cash gifts and then you know because even at the gift stand some of the gifts would even be maybe envelopes cash cash gifts and things like that so or you know those documents all of those things you want to make sure that everything is put together you know, and handed over to you at the right time, which is the departure time. So do well also to be thankful and plan for how you would honor God, even with the gifts that you have received, okay? Um, yep, so, and please, note of warning, let me just mention this again. Please don't ever plan your wedding with the money that they will spray you as part of your budget. Don't say, ah, and they will spray us. When they spray us, I'll use it to pay for this or pay for that. Don't do that. Plan like... You're not expecting the spraying of the money. Do you understand? So that you're not um, getting disappointed, maybe, you know, because your expectations were not met, okay? That's why you should do what you can afford and complete the event in peace and not have debts hanging all over your neck because you tried to impress people while you were having your event. Do you understand? You can have a beautiful, wonderful day without all of the hassles and the issues that arise as far as the day is concerned so just make sure that everything is properly planned and everything is done well and if you're a kingdom practitioner definitely um i expect that don't just now spend, because that's like the first money you are receiving together you know maybe as a, as a family as a couple you can pay your tithe from it yep i said so you can depends on the kingdom practices you're engaging and depends on the instruction i've seen people where they'll say oh god instructed them that the entire money of the day that they received that day as a gift that they wanted to sow it as a seed it depends on what god tells you that's why it's very important to have a working and a thriving relationship with god so that you know what to do exactly part time okay so um let me just take the last part it says now that we are married now that we are married, okay, so it will be you and your partner and God after everything. So your new life has just begun and I'm so proud of you and glad to have been part of this journey. When you get back to your hotel room or apartment or whatever you have chosen, don't be in a haste to do anything else. It was God all the way for both of you. You do owe him some quality time of worship and of thanksgiving. Before you start rushing each other, mm -hmm, Take some time to actually thank God for everything and dedicate your new beginning to God at that moment. Now the marriage life has started as a clean slate. Whatever you see in that marriage is what you wrote on the marriage. Whatever you see in that marriage is what you and your husband have written in that marriage. Make every moment count for destiny. Marriage is not for a moment, it's for a lifetime. Be wise and build 
according to pattern. You have a vision to fulfill. You have a destiny to fulfill. You are there to help each other to be all God has called the both of you to be and to raise a new generation of kingdom giants for God. You're there to make a difference and, you know, to pursue a kingdom agenda, not just your own agenda, okay? And after which, hey, drums roll, and I'll see you in Model 5 for our steamy sexual model. I bet you will love this one. Feel free again to expand it beyond the scope. This was simply an awakening for you. And thank you for taking Model 4 in Session 3 of this preparatory course. I am super excited to walk this journey with you. And I'm looking forward to sharing more exciting insights and moments with you. You never recover from a good start. Welcome to a polished and fit you for your marital destiny. Congratulations again on the success of your wedding. I am your privileged project facilitator. My name is Fayintolua Ademola Adetuberu, and you can call me FT. I am the Awakener. I love you so much, and I'm so glad to be doing this with you. You're the very best. Have a beautiful day. Bye-bye.